bienvenue, willkommen, benvenuto, come one, come all, and welcome to Story Shed, the storytelling podcast for children of all ages, adults too, dogs, dinosaurs, dung beetles, anyone who wants to lend us their ears is welcome here. I am back with episode 27, a story called Lukewarm. And we are growing and growing. The Story Shed community is expanding, so I am delighted to have you all here in the shed with me. Just remember to wipe your feet. Only joking, it's just a shed. Who cares about a dirty floor? Anyway, enough waffle from me. Uh, A few people have got in touch since the last episode, so stick around after the story and I will say a couple of hellos to a couple of people. As always, get in touch via email, storyshedpodcast at gmail.com on Twitter at StoryShedPod or find us on Facebook. And if you get a chance, rate and review us on Apple Music or wherever, I would be forever grateful. Thank you indeed. But without further ado, here comes episode 27. Let's open the door to the shed. Oh wait, we're already in the shed today. Aren't we? Anyway, let's open it again. Here we go. Story Shed, episode 27, Luke Warm. Twelve and a half years ago, a little boy was born. And that little boy was, is, called Luke Warm. He was a bonny little baby with a beautiful bald head. His eyes would shine as across his face a smile spread. And smile he would at the things he liked, such as cats, or diggers, or churches, or people wearing hats. He would giggle with glee at the bin lorry as it drove away. He'd look ever so sorry. A little bit older Luke grew, he started to toddle, lunging to and fro in an accelerated waddle. But he would stop and stare whenever he saw a train, and he would dance about happily in the pouring rain. He liked singing pop songs and eating baked beans. He didn't like loud noises or eating his greens. Older still, Luke grew and soon started school. He liked the uniform, he liked the smell, the rules. He liked the sandpit, he liked his teachers, he liked digging up wriggling creatures. Soon he found football, which brought him great joy, and every day he would have a new favourite toy. From trucks to teddies to Play-Doh to Lego bricks, there were so many options for Luke to get his kicks. And he'd share his interests with a genuine delight. Flappy hands, pacing feet, eyes shining bright. I found a crystal today, Mummy, with Ted. We, We digged in the mud till our fingers went red. I had sausages for lunch with mash too. Uh, And also, look at this picture that I drew. It's of a giraffe having a shower. Oh, oh, look at that lovely flower. Can we have pasta for dinner? I love pasta so much. Feel the bottom of my school bag. Isn't it nice to touch? When is Daddy home? Can I play with him? It's quite hot. Maybe we could go for a swim. Swimming is my best, apart from football. What's your best, Mummy? What do you like best of all? So as you can see, Luke was full of enthusiastic glee. But twelve and a half years have passed and, well, you see, something's changed, something's shifted. The air of enthusiasm has well and truly lifted. 
One word has taken control of Luke's vocabulary and is holding on tight. One word has replaced all the others, and that word is... All right. Uh, How was the film? How's your dinner? How was school? Above all the others, one word will rule. Actually, that's not strictly true. There are a couple more, too. There's occasionally... Good. And sometimes... Okay. But that does appear to be now all he will say. Imagine... The greatest sandwich known to man. Layers of tangy cheese and finely sliced ham. Perfectly baked bread and a spread of creamy mayonnaise. You're hungry. It hits the spot. And guess what Luke says? It's okay. It's all right. Or maybe. Just maybe. It's good. He does tend to be a bit brighter when it comes to food. Imagine your perfect movie. It grips you. It keeps you on the edge of your seat. It brings tears to your eyes. It makes your heart sore. It really can't be beat. It's all right, Luke says. It's okay. Not got anything else to say. Imagine the perfect Saturday. The sun, the park, your friends make you laugh till it hurts. You play out till it's dark. Then to your friends for a sleepover where you have two desserts. How was your day, Luke? Did you have a good night? There's a flicker in his eyes. He pauses. It's all right. The frustrating thing for Luke's mum and dad was was that he wasn't always quite this bad. What I mean is, he wasn't like this with everyone. At school, he was known as chatty and lively and fun. Here's Luke. He's up for a joke and a laugh, someone says with a wink. Ask Luke. He'll know the answer. Ask Luke. He'll tell you what he thinks. His parents know this from teachers and from other dads and mums. But it's as if when he gets home, his mouth goes completely numb. Good day, dear, mum will ask, cheery and bright. Bag on floor, shoes flicked off, brief glance up. It's all right. His school report said this. Luke will always offer his opinion on any subject. Always happy to answer any question without fear of not being correct. He will talk at length about things he feels passionate about. Talk at length? Dad's mouth dropped when Mum read that bit out. Because when Luke gets home, Dad asks, How was your day? Bag on floor, shoes flicked off, brief glance up. It was okay. With his grandma and granddad too, it's like he's a different child. Hi, hello, how are you? Nice to see you. All delivered with a smile. Yes, Grandma. Sure, Grandad. Today I did this, and tomorrow I'll do that. Have you seen Margaret recently? How's Uncle John? I love your new hat. And then at home, how's Grandma? Mum asks as she sips a glass of wine. Bag on floor, shoes flicked off, brief glance up. She's fine. But hold up, hold up. Let's just pause for a moment. Let's just stop and reflect. Let's just remember, it takes more than one person to connect. Let's not just blame Luke Warm for his muted replies. Let's look at things another way before we criticise. Are the questions he's asked the most inspiring? What answers are we expect from this type of inquiring? How was school? The same question every day. Realistically, what is our Luke expected to say? When you're 12, school is pretty much just school. The same lessons, same teachers, same rules. And it's very rare that something truly amazing goes on. Very rare that something happens worth commenting upon. 
Double maths with Mr Jones, chicken burger and beans. Football on the playground, Jason told off for wearing jeans. P.E. with Miss Fist, curry served with rice. Another assembly, Darren fell over twice. So to be honest, there's not usually much to report. Luke doesn't usually give the day a second thought. So what's he meant to say when asked about his day? It was fabulous, Mother. It was truly marvellous. I had such a wonderful time riding the bus. It was splendid, Father. Really wonderful. The baked beans were beautiful. Because that kind of response doesn't sound quite right. When actually, in fact, truth be told, your day has just been all right. So maybe, just maybe, mums and dads out there, we can give the questions we ask a little more care. What's the best thing that happened today, my son? Tell me the top three things that you have done. What's the most difficult thing you did today? At break, tell me, what game did you play? Were you kind to anyone? What good did you do? Who did you stand next to in the dinner queue? Maybe, just maybe, if we ask more specific things sometimes, we will get more than all rights, goods, okays and fines. Because there is still an enthusiastic little boy inside lukewarm. He may have grown, he may have assumed a very different form from the boy who would get excited whenever he saw a digger. The boy who simply had to see a cat for his smile to grow bigger. But to entice that boy out, we need to think of the questions we ask. Then maybe we might get something more, something else from his lips, other than, it's all right. There we go, that was Luke Warm. I am joined by our special little helpers, Ida and Belle. Say hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> okay, so, Luke Warm, what was Luke like as a little boy? He loved anything and everything. He was a nice boy, he was a nice little boy. He would smile at the bin lorry as it drove away. What else did he like? What kind of things did he like? He liked trains, cats. Um, diggers, churches, people wearing hats. (laughs) Good Good stuff. Okay, so that was what he was like when he was a little boy. How old is he now? Twelve and a half. How is he different? How has he changed? He doesn't. He is like, all right, yeah, all right. Everything's all right in his mind. Is it just all right or does he say any other words? It's fine and it's okay. Okay, good. Good, so that's so yes, yeah, so he's a very enthusiastic little boy and now he's grown to twelve and a half and he comes home and he just says, Alright, fine. Is he the same at school? Does he behave like that at school? No. He's very lively. He would talk about anything. He digs in the mud, he says a lot of words. And what about with his grandma and granddad? He's also very different and he asks about their day and people, and he's a nice boy, yeah? Why do you think he's like that at home, then? Why do you think he just gives one-word answers at home? Because there's not much to say when you get home. 
you don't really yeah and he's asked the same questions again and again and i think just maybe all the answers have run out and he's used them what's his routine when he gets in what does he do when he gets home he slips his shoes off and he puts his bag off (laughs) what do you think mum and dad could do differently to help luke be more enthusiastic at home ask different questions and think about what he's what they're asking and is there a message behind this story Think about what's in your brain. It's not always your fault for being grumpy. Sometimes it's the it's not just the teenagers. It's not the teenagers' fault that they're grumpy, it's the adults as well. Good stuff. Thank you very much, girls. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you very much, our little helpers, Ida and Belle. Fantastic stuff. Now, here we go. I'm just going to say hello to a few people. First of all, hello to Charlotte, aged six. Thank you for your review, Charlotte. It means an awful lot. Hello, and thanks for listening. We also had a lovely review from somebody called Rosie Posey Lemon Squosy. That's a cool name. Aged six. Thank you, Rosie. And also Grace, who is seven, who ha- who left us a great review and a story idea called Molly's Dolly. Ha- check that out on our iTunes reviews page if you can. And hello to her brother, William, aged four. Hello, William. Hello, Grace. Thanks for listening. I'd like to say thank you for a lovely message from, I think I'm saying this right, Liana and the boys, Oliver and Elliot, all the way from San Diego. Hello, guys. Thanks for listening. And finally, we've got Lara, who is eight years old, started listening quite a while ago when she found out she had a bit of difficulty with her hearing and has been listening to Story Shed every night since. So thank you, Lara. It really means a lot. It's a lot like my two little girls, Belle and Ida. They listen to Story Shed every night. I always thought it was uh, just my girls that my voice would send to sleep, but it looks like there's more people out there as well. So thank you very much, Lara. Thank you, everyone, for getting in touch. I absolutely love receiving messages. They really brighten my day. They really do. Thanks for listening to Story Shed. See you next time. Bye now. (laughs) 